This is Chapter Two of Those Extraordinary Twins. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Those Extraordinary Twins by Mark Twain. Chapter Two. Ma Cooper gets all mixed up. The family sat in the breakfast room waiting for the twins to come down. The widow was quiet. The daughter was alive with happy excitement. She said, "Ah, uh, they're a boon, ma. Just a boon. Don't you think so?" laws i hope so i don't know why ma yes you do they're so fine and handsome and high-bred and polite so every way superior to our gawks here in this village why they'll make life different from what it was so humdrum and commonplace you know oh you may be sure they're full of accomplishments and knowledge of the world and all that that will be an immense advantage to society here don't you think so ma mercy on me how should i know and i've hardly set eyes on them yet after a pause she added they made considerable noise after they went up noise why ma they were singing and it was beautiful too oh it was well enough but too mixed up seemed to me now ma honor bright did you ever hear greenland's icy mountain sung sweeter now did you if it had been sung by itself it would have been uncommon sweet i don't deny it but what they wanted to mix it up with old bob ridley for i can't make out why they don't go together at all they're not of the same nature bob ridley is a common rackety slam-bang secular song one of the rippingest and rantingest and noisiest there is i am no judge of music and i don't claim it but in my opinion nobody can make those two songs go together right why ma i thought it don't make any difference what you thought it can't be done they tried it and to my mind it was a failure i never heard such a crazy uproar seemed to me sometimes the roof would come off and as for the cats well i've lived a many a year and seen cats aggravated in more ways than one but i've never seen cats take on the way they took on last night well i don't think that that goes for anything ma because it is the nature of cats that any sound that is unusual unusual you may well call it so now if they are going to sing duets every night i do hope they will both sing the same tune at the same time for in my opinion a duet that is made up of two different tunes is a mistake especially when the tunes ain't any kin to one another that way but ma i think it must be a foreign custom and it must be right too and the best way because they have had every opportunity to know what is right and it don't stand to reason that with their education they would do anything but what the highest musical authorities have sanctioned you can't help but admit that ma the argument was formidably strong the old lady could not find any way around it so after thinking it over a while she gave in with a sigh of discontent and admitted that the daughter's position was probably correct being vanquished she had no mind to continue the topic at that disadvantage and was about to seek a change when a change came of itself a footstep was heard on the stairs and she said there he's coming they ma you ought to say they it's nearer right the new lodger rather shoutingly dressed but looking superbly handsome stepped with courtly carnage into the trim little breakfast-room and put out all his cordial arms at once like one of those pocket-knives with a multiplicity of blades, and shook hands with the whole family simultaneously. He was so easy and pleasant and hearty that all embarrassment presently thawed away and disappeared, and a cheery feeling of friendliness and comradeship took its place. 
he or preferably they were asked to occupy the seat of honor at the foot of the table they consented with thanks and carved the beefsteak with one set of their hands while they distributed it at the same time with the other set will you have coffee gentlemen or tea coffee for luigi if you please madam tea for me cream and sugar for me yes madam luigi takes his coffee black our natures differ a good deal from each other and our tastes also the first time the negro girl nancy appeared in the door and saw the two heads turned in opposite directions and both talking at once then saw the commingling arms feed potatoes into one mouth and coffee into the other at the same time she had to pause and pull herself out of a faintness that came over her but after that she held her grip and was able to wait on the table with fair courage conversation fell naturally into the customary grooves it was a little jerky at first because none of the family could get smoothly through a sentence without a wobble in it here and a break there caused by some new surprise in the way of attitude or gesture on the part of the twins the weather suffered the most the weather was all finished up and disposed of as a subject before the simple missourians had gotten sufficiently wanted to the spectacle of one body feeding two heads to feel composed and reconciled in the presence of so bizarre a miracle and even after everybody's mind became tranquilized there was still one slight distraction left the hand that picked up a biscuit carried it to the wrong head as often as any other way and the wrong mouth devoured it this was a puzzling thing and marred the talk a little it bothered the widow to such a degree that she presently dropped out of the conversation without knowing it and fell to watching and guessing and talking to herself now that hand is going to take that coffee to no it's gone to the other mouth i can't understand it and now here is the dark-complected hand with a potato in its fork i'll see what goes with it there the light-complected heads got it as sure as i live finally rowena said ma what is the matter with you are you dreaming about something the old lady came to herself and blushed then she explained with the first random thing that came into her mind i saw mr angelo take up mr luigi's coffee and i thought maybe he shan't i give you a cup mr angelo oh no madam i am very much obliged but i never drink coffee much as i would like to you did see me take up luigi's cup it is true but if you noticed i didn't carry it to my mouth but to his yes i thought you did did you mean to how the widow was a little embarrassed again she said i don't know but what i'm foolish and you, you mustn't mind but you see he got the coffee i was expecting to see you drink and you got a potato that i i thought he was going to get so i thought it might be a mistake all around and everybody getting what wasn't intended for him both twins laughed and luigi said dear madam there wasn't any mistake we are always helping each other that way it is a great economy for us both it saves time and labor we have a system of signs which nobody can notice or understand but ourselves if i am using both my hands and want some coffee i make the sign and angelo furnishes it to me and you saw that when he needed a potato i delivered it how convenient yes and often of the extremest value take the mississippi boats for instance they are always overcrowded 
there is table-room for only half of the passengers therefore they have to set a second table for the second half the stewards rush both parties they give them no time to eat a satisfying meal both divisions leave the table hungry it isn't so with us angelo books himself for the one table i book myself for the other neither of us eats anything at the other's table but just simply works works thus you see there are four hands to feed angelo and the same four to feed me each of us eats two meals the old lady was dazed with admiration and kept saying it is perfectly wonderful perfectly wonderful and the boy joe licked his chops enviously but said nothing at least aloud yes continued luigi our construction may have its disadvantages in fact has but it also has its compensations of one sort and another take travel for instance travel is enormously expensive in all countries we have been obliged to do a vast deal of it come angelo don't put any more sugar in your tea i'm just over one indigestion and don't want another right away been obliged to do a deal of it as i was saying well we always travel as one person since we occupy but one seat so we save half the fare how romantic interjected rowena with effusion yes my dear young lady and how practical too and economical in europe beds in the hotels are not charged with the board but separately another saving for we stood to our rights and paid for the one bed only the landlords often insisted that as both of us occupied the bed we ought no they didn't said angelo they did it only twice and in both cases it was a double bed a rare thing in europe and the double bed gave them some excuse be fair to the landlords twice doesn't constitute often well that depends that depends i knew a man who fell down a well twice he said he didn't mind the first time but he thought the second time was once too often have i misused that word mrs cooper to tell the truth i was afraid you had but it seems to look now like you hadn't she stopped and was evidently struggling with a difficult problem a moment then she added in the tone of one who is convinced without being converted it seems so but i can't somehow tell why rowena thought luigi's retort was wonderfully quick and bright and she remarked to herself with satisfaction that there wasn't any young native of dawson's landing that could have risen to the occasion like that luigi detected the applause in her face and expressed his pleasure and his thanks with his eyes and so eloquently withal that the girl was proud and pleased and hung out the delicate sign of it on her cheeks luigi went on with animation both of us get a bath for one ticket theatre seat for one ticket pew rent is on the same basis but at peep shows we pay double we have much to be thankful for said angelo impressively with a reverent light in his eye and a reminiscent tone in his voice we have been greatly blessed as a rule what one of us has lacked the other by the bounty of providence has been able to supply my brother is hardy i am not he is very masculine assertive aggressive i am much less so i am subject to illness he is never ill i cannot abide medicines and cannot take them but he has no prejudice against them and why goodness gracious interrupted the widow when you are sick does he take the medicine for you always madam 
why i never heard such a thing in my life i think it's beautiful of you oh madam it's nothing don't mention it it's really nothing at all but i say it's beautiful and i stick to it cried the widow with a speaking moisture in her eye a well brother to take the medicine for his poor sick brother i wish i had such a son and she glanced reproachfully at her boys i declare i'll never rest till i've shook you by the hand and she scrambled out of her chair in a fever of generous enthusiasm and made for the twins blind with her tears and began to shake the boy joe corrected her you're shaking the wrong one ma this flurried her but she made a swift change and went on shaking got the wrong one again ma said the boy oh shut up can't you said the widow embarrassed and irritated give me all your hands i want to shake them all for i know you are both just as good as you can be it was a victorious thought a master-stroke of diplomacy though that never occurred to her and she cared nothing for diplomacy she shook the four hands in turn cordially and went back to her place in a state of high and fine exultation that made her look young and handsome indeed i owe everything to luigi said angelo affectionately but for him i could not have survived our boyhood days when we were friendless and poor ah so poor we lived from hand to mouth lived on the coarse fare of unwilling charity and for weeks and weeks together not a morsel of food passed my lips for its character revolted me and i could not eat it but for luigi i should have died he ate for us both how noble sighed rowena do you hear that said the widow severely to her boys let it be an example to you i mean you joe joe gave his head a barely perceptible disparaging toss and said ain't for both it ain't anything i'd have done it hush if you haven't got any better manners than that you don't see the point at all it wasn't good food i don't care it was food and i'd have edit if it was rotten shame such language can't you understand they were starving actually starving and he ate for both and shucks you give me a chance and i'll there now close your head and don't you open it again till you're asked angelo goes on and tells how his parents the count and countess had to fly from florence for political reasons and died poor in berlin bereft of their great property by confiscation and how he and luigi had to travel with a freak show during two years and suffer semi-starvation that hateful black bread but i seldom ate anything during that time that was poor luigi's affair i'll never mister him again cried the widow with strong emotion he's luigi to me from this out thank you a thousand times madam a thousand times though in truth i don't deserve it ah luigi is always the fortunate one when honors are showering said angelo plaintively now what have i done mrs cooper that you leave me out come you must strain a point in my favor call you angelo why certainly i will what are you thinking of in the case of twins why but ma you're breaking up the story do let him go on you keep still rowena cooper and he can go on all the better i reckon one interruption don't hurt it's two that makes the trouble but you've added one now and that is three rowena i will not allow you to talk back at me when you have got nothing rational to say end of chapter two